I mean, seriously, Dave, who didn't see the collapse of Holden coming? Sales are down, getting billions in bailout, bailouts. Surely the Bogans were aware enough to see it coming. Well, I'd say to all the dealerships that have just upgraded all their showrooms probably didn't see it coming. <laughs> Spewing. Like Gateway Holden. Well, <clears throat> the more they suffer, the better I feel. I've got no love for that particular establishment. Gateway? No. Yeah. I'm with you on that one. Maybe. Oh, I was going to engage in more slander, but might be a bad idea. Is it, is it slander if it's actually happened to you? Like if they've got better lawyers, they'd probably still fuck your shit up. <laughs> they have to prove the material impact. So I think 12 listeners is probably a tough case. <laughs> but I understand why people are a bit nostalgic about the last Australian car manufacturer to pack it in. Yeah, but it really wasn't the last Australian manufacturer to pack it in. Yeah. Ford's I, still making ranges in Australia. They're designed and built here. I didn't know they were building stuff here still. Yeah, well. No, they must have finished as well. Otherwise, they wouldn't have. I'm pretty sure the reports were saying that Holden was it. It was, Toyota, it was Mitsubishi gave up, Toyota gave up, Ford gave up, and now, now the Holden. So, obviously, that impacts a lot of stuff. You got your, uh, your V8 supercars. They were the um, the sponsors of the NRL state of origin. Everyone's spewing, but no more so than the diehard Holden fans who are, I'm sure, no doubt, getting absolutely roasted by the the Ford dudes. Yeah, fair enough. So the Ford, yeah, wasn't, it's not built in Australia, but it's designed for Australia. Designed for Australia. <laughs> Move the steering wheel. Job done. Made in Thailand or some shit. Well, that's the way of globalism. Oh, well, uh, I'm going to put it to you, Alan, mm. that the reason that Holden and Ford and everyone else is pulling out of Australia is because of the greedy bastards that work in the places and they keep going on strike going, oh, I need more money, you need more money. No, you didn't need more money. Controversial. Well. Now they get no money. That's exactly, this is what well, happens. That's your job. So look out, look out, employees of Blue Scope. The ones that keep going on on strike because oh, that I'm shit's like, going to happen to them as well. I can't I can't agree that you know the idea of industrial actions flawed because I think there needs to be a, a balance between employers and employees. But certainly there's cases where it goes too far in either direction. It's not not good for anybody. No, well I think how's that for <laughs> sitting on the fence? Yeah, you can sit on the fence. So I'm going to tell it like it is. No, nah, because you don't have to go back far in history to find workers just absolutely getting abused yeah and but there's a, there's a but it's getting to like the I point said, where it's swinging needs, needs it's to be about, swinging yeah. in the other direction now where the, em, the employers are getting screwed yeah and if you're you know striking for you know more money whatever it is you, you have to recognize at some level that the company is not a bottomless pit that you know they have to be making money for you to have a job and yeah continue on but the mentality of some people is as long as the company's making money we're going to keep screwing them harder and harder and harder for more money and then the mm. company like until the point where the company can't make any money anymore yep and that's that's not a hard decision for a business to make i mean the numbers speak for themselves mm. and yeah there you are i don't know if that's what happened for, for holden um i, I saw a really 
basic chart, which is just mapping their car sales over the last 10 years. And it's just like, boom, like going straight downhill, absolute decline. Yeah, because their prices had to go up because of because of yeah. the cost of manufacturing maybe in the in this country or the cars they, they and the made quality and, never went up yeah the cars they made and sold obviously weren't what people wanted to buy either right no it probably doesn't help no mm. but I think one other aspect that it demonstrates is that worshipping and loving a brand is a really weird thing to do like mm, I can't I disagree I mean like look at for, people look at people with Ducatis myself for example you're just going to commit suicide by words <laughs> top yourself in as a Ducati tragic well kind of yeah yeah and if they stopped making Ducatis it'd be a shame but I don't even think you'd be I, I saw some outpouring oh, I wouldn't be like crying dude I saw like, oh. outpourings of grief yeah well some people are fucking idiots this is what I'm this is what I'm getting at man like are there people out in the streets Hold- burning their holding shirts? <laughs> I don't know if it was that kind of rage, but um, yeah, like you can see people getting so invested in this, but Holden, Holden doesn't love them back. Like it's a company. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. Pretty much. Um, so, I don't know, cautionary tale maybe? I don't know if you can twist it into that, but you see people going all in for, for other brands like guys at work were talking about someone they knew who got a tattoo on their shoulder a skate brand Volcom oh yeah I think we've spoken about this before and like not even like a good skate brand <laughs> but you know what I mean like yeah let's get Nike tattooed on us knob um, for, for cash maybe just cause I, I love the, the Nike that much questionable yeah I wouldn't do it for for no cash <laughs> I'd sell out for sure <laughs> Man, I thought you'd sell out. I tried to get you to eat that that chili at Oporto's for yeah, 10 grand. If you see Taddy, I get that covered. Doesn't bother <laughs> me. But I ain't eating chili because it would fuck me up. For a day. 10 grand? No, I'll say a bit more. Man. But you'd need, if, you'd need to pay me more than 10 grand to get a Taddy with Nike on me. Yeah, man, you won't get paid. Those guys have got cash. I'd need to be a million. <laughs> oh, man. Any any other ruminations on, on the demise of Holden? Yeah, I... I have no feelings on it one way or the other. Oh, I think I'll take away the schadenfreude of seeing other people suffer. I've got to get my mandatory microphone moving. Touch the mic. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as I see you going for it, I just stop talking now. So you can edit it. It just makes it easier to get rid of it. <laughs> so professional. <laughs> so professional. <sighs> you don't see Ray Warren doing that. Yeah. Fucking Ray Warren. <laughs> well, like I said, holding sponsorship for the footies down the toilet. Oh, they'll just go back to KFC or some other brand that's completely hypocritic or hypocritic to the is, sport. Is they're not allowed to do the booze anymore, or there was just like yeah, well they still got the VB news, which is which is ridiculous. The VB New South Wales Blues, confusing, isn't it? Victorian bitter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, changing the subject slightly, I do want to ask, did you see the news today, Alan? Did you see that the new Star Wars movie is on the cards? A new oh, feature film? We're talking like episode 10? Something like that, yeah. Oh, interesting. So this is like completely uncharted territory because my understanding was that Luke Lucas had always mapped out his sort of three trilogies, which is what we've got now. So the mm-hmm. Disney machine's just going to 
start. Of course, they were always going to do that when they forever. <laughs> of course, it's cash money, isn't it? Now they can um, use digital versions of actors. They'll never have to stop. Yeah, well, if it's digital version of actors, it's just cash in the bank, isn't it, for them? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pay the uh, render farm in Mumbai to draw it all. <laughs> Instead of having to give $20 million to Harrison Ford or some shit. Yep. Interesting. Well, I'm sure there'll be miles of fanboys to go and see it on opening night. As I'm it- sure you'll go and see it. I've only done the opening night once. No, I mean, I'm not saying opening night, but you'll go and see it. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't deny it. It's like you, man. You're already trying to buy tickets for Top Gun too. Yeah, Top Gun's different. It's not Star Wars. <laughs> Shut up. Top Gun's different. <laughs> Don't talk that way about my movie. <laughs> no, it's like it's not. There hasn't been three trilogies of Top Gun, has there? Not yet, anyway. There never will be. <laughs> and yeah, the, the Star Wars stuff. Certainly, the stuff that's been made in the last twenty years has been pretty hit and miss. The, the Mandalorian TV series has been excellent. It, it was very good. Um, what else? I mean, the new movies are what they are. The fuck is going on there? What's wrong? Someone just walking around in circles outside oh, my man, house. they're just exercising. Fucking exercise somewhere else now outside my house. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking, what's the hood now? You're in the wrong neighborhood, boy. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, so when's that going to pop out onto your movie screens, the new Star Wars? I don't know. I, didn't, I just saw the headlines. I was like, eh, but Alan will be happy about that. <laughs> I'm, I'm more excited about the second season of The Mandalorian. That, Fair enough. I haven't even watched the first season, so yeah, it, I, I don't have access to Disney+. Plus plus. I'm sure you could find other internet ways of doing things. Yeah, I don't do that because my computer's too valuable for, to me for other reasons at the moment. I don't want to get viruses and whatnot. Get it seized by the FBI. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, sorry. Struggle Street this afternoon. Big night last night. The big uh, trip up to pa- Penrith. Penrith. Seven Paramount. goal. <laughs> Paramount. Penrith. Penrith. Same. Western same Sydney. Same same thing. Yeah, seven goal extravaganza. Mate, if every soccer game was like that, I'd be buying season tickets. Really? You liked it that much? Seven goals, man. That was spectacular. It was pretty good. But they weren't that good goals. I watched them this morning on SBS, on the SBS thing on... Uh, they were pretty average goals. The one that Duke fired in on the volley was pretty sweet. Was it? You didn't like the volley kick from Duke? The volley kick? He was on the right and drilled it in with the, the left. Yeah. Dipped under the goalkeeper. I don't think it was that good. Were you even watching the game? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just getting... To, I don't know. You've had a rough season, I know. Yeah, I know that feeling, friggin' Hawks. Well, to the point where I'm, I'm, I've, I'm not going to renew my season ticket next year. I can kind of see why, man. It's a bit of a hike. You're yeah. suffering for it today. I'm not. I don't think it's the football. I'm just. I'm a bit worn out. I've been fighting off a cold. Luckily, I've managed to fight it off, but I think it's taken a bit of a drain on me. And I'm sure I'm on a diet, exercising a lot more than what I have been. I'm just. A lot less kilojoules than what I should be having, and I'm exercising more off than I'm what I'm eating. So it's yeah. has an effect. Has a bit of an effect, yeah. Anyway, I hope the last still cup keep coming, Dave. 
no, no, no excuses. Well, I've got I've got an interesting dilemma for you. I thought of it this morning, <laughs> where I do all my best thinking. That's right, on the toilet. I thought you were going to say the shower. No, <laughs> that's what most people would do. So, one of the theories of the coronavirus is that um, it's from someone that ate a bat, yeah. or derived from a bat somehow. I've heard that. So, here's the dilemma. You've got two options to pick here, and you can't sit on the fence. Okay, okay, okay. Because you always do that. No, eat the bat. You've got to eat a bat, right? Yep. And you've got two options. You can either... Kentucky Fried. (laughs) You can either A, take your chances and get coronavirus. By eating the bat. By eating the bat. Yeah. Or B, end up like Ozzy Osbourne. I don't understand what you mean. Well, I'm not saying that when Ozzy Osbourne ate a bat, on stage, it caused him to be a complete retard. <laughs> but I'm I'm just saying those are your two options because he's, he's eating a bat and he went. He's now a mong. It's got nothing to do with. No, but his his uh, state of health is from decades of drug abuse. I know, but I'm surely. just. But I'm just. Of course, that's what it is. But so you're asking me, would I rather have coronavirus or party like a rock star for no, no, thirty years? No, be like Ozzy is now. Those are you two. I take my chances with coronavirus. <laughs> you don't want to be be old Aussie who doesn't no. even know how to use a, a remote and then rages Hell's out on no. it. <laughs> I mean, the fatality rate of coronavirus is only like 2 or 3%. It is at the moment. I'll, but I'll roll the dice. I think it's, it's rising. I'll roll the dice. I was listening to Dr. Carl and I think he said that is, the is, coronavirus is actually, the, the, the um, fatality rate is actually 30%. And it's coronavirus has been around for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's true. I think that's something most people uh, have heard about. That it's not it's not necessarily a new thing. It's just that it, now it's highly transmittable in humans. Mm. So it's a mutated strain. How did where did he come up with the thirty percent from? Oh, uh, he just said that that's what the standard fatality rate of coronavirus is. Okay. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I turned the car off. I was I got home. All, all my brain saying is fact check. I don't know. If Dr. Um, Cole said it, it's got to be true. Well, I'd, I'd seen those, the 2 to 3% figures from the WHO. So, anyway, I think 30% might change the equation, but I eat the bat. Is is it on a burger? You can have it wherever you want, bat I guess. Burger. I want to look up the fatality rate. Oh, okay. Real time fact check. I'm sure the internet has all the information you need. So, I mean, it could be anywhere up to 10%. You're not even talking into the microphone. It could be anywhere up to 10%. (laughs) (laughs) This is a nightmare. (laughs) Um, 10%, still going to eat the bat because Osborne's messed up. He's a sad state. Yeah. I'd take I, I, I think he still has fun though, doesn't he? Does he though? Uh-huh. Does he even know where he is? I don't think he knows what's going <laughs> on. But that's probably not such a bad thing either, really, is it? Uh, one in nine, one in ten chance of correct. That's a, that's better than Russian roulette. And people do that, so fucking let's do it. Yeah, I don't, don't know. Anyway, I like how you made it. I had to actually eat the bat. I wouldn't just get coronavirus. You still have to eat the bat as well. <laughs> Well, I mean, just, <laughs> I had to link the two together because Ozzy Osbourne ate the bat's head off on stage. Right. And 
somebody ate bat and got coronavirus. A, you know what I mean? It's a good insight into how your brain works, Dave. How, you, how it jumps what... from one subject to another. It's like coronavirus bad from bats. Ozzy Osbourne <laughs> ate a bat. <laughs> it's like six degrees of separation. Six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Maybe Ozzy's behind it all. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe that's what's made him like he is. Maybe uh, he got coronavirus and it turned him into a zombie. We were talking about that last night. How, how this is this is the start of zombieism. Yeah, and I kind of cracked the joke that it's a pretty lame virus if all you do is like lay down and have a fever. Like that's not a very scary zombie. I'm dehydrated. <laughs> well, it's not you know a horror horror movie zombie really, is it? Well, I, th- I guess it's unless t- that's the next stage. I reckon it could be. Go go down with the virus and because that's why China seems maybe that's why China's burning all the bodies. Yeah, there's a conspiracy theory to latch onto, <laughs> or just trying to stop the spread of the disease. Oh yeah, because they're doing such a great job of that. <laughs> well, give them a chance. Now Korea is like the biggest country outside of China that's having outbreaks, and there's outbreaks in the Middle East. Tell you, mate. What was the? I think the previous champ was the Spanish flu. That that epidemic killed something like 120 million people worldwide, so they've got a bit of ground to cover before it's. Well, yeah, but that, when was that? Like a century ago. That would be pretty bad. Yeah, but you know, world's overpopulated. <laughs> Again, circling back to a favourite topic, thinning out their numbers. Well, I'll tell you one positive from coronavirus. Oh, there's a silver lining on there this. There is. So they've they've extended the travel ban. To Australia, I think we discussed this last night. Oh, that's an interesting theory. They've, so, <laughs> they've they've extended the travel ban for another week, and they're probably going to extend it again. I'd imagine at the end of next week, which means that uh, my tutorials will be less competitive for me to get into. I won't have to fight the get masses. A good, get a good time slot. <laughs> Thanks, coronavirus. Because there's less <laughs> overseas students coming into the country. Ah, <laughs> oh, you got to take your wins where you can get them, bro. Yeah, I mean. I don't know. I think the other thing, the other good thing too, which I, I mean, I'm on a diet, so I haven't done it, but once I'm off my diet, I'll be definitely hitting up a Chinese restaurant. I reckon probably less, less waiting time. Because Apparently people are, that's a thing. People have been avoiding Chinese restaurants. I know, restaurants. that's what I'm saying. It's the dumbest thing ever. Like, I don't care. I'm still happy to eat Chinese food. Like, it doesn't bother me because I'm not an idiot. So it doesn't, <laughs> but I'm thinking, you know, there's a, there's a benefit. I'll go to a Chinese restaurant, my food will be get done quicker. Just avoid the bat stir fry. Yeah, I'll eat bats, I don't care. You'll be, you'll be all right. <laughs> they're, they're fruit bats, they're not corona bats. Mmm, very. <laughs> Tastes like berries. When you're at the uni, mate, you're going to have to keep an eye out for something. I read that there's a new trend. What's that then? Apparently, the, the sound, the act of applauding can trigger people. What? So now at graduation ceremonies in some universities, instead of clapping with your hands... You can either do like spirit fingers, like hold your <sighs> hold your hands up and wiggle them, Fuck's sake. which apparently is the way that deaf people applaud. Yeah, or you can click your fingers. Why? It's like a less aggressive. Why can't you clap? What? What? Why is apparently, that triggering people? Apparently, some people it's a sensory thing or something. Fucking clapping sets them off. I'm gonna clap. I'm gonna clap as loud as possible. <laughs> the only person. I don't give a fuck. Fuck them people. Now, look, I'm not saying it's gonna be University of Wollongong policy, but this has been. This is starting to spread around other universities. I mean, if that happens, um, you don't like it. They can keep their degree. <laughs> you feel that passionately about it's it. It's fucking ridiculous. What about the idea that 
it's a inclusive measure that allows other people who normally wouldn't be at a graduation ceremony to enjoy it. Is it worth it? Well, why why should I have to change to suit other people? Why why that's that's selfish. Oh, is it? It's not selfish for them to make other people change well, to suit same. them. I mean, no, no, no. It's 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 one. It's six of one, half a dozen the other. It's a false equivalency because you're talking about someone who literally couldn't do it now being able to by you changing from a clap. To well, why a, to can't a they do it? Finger. Why can't they do it? Because the clapping freaks them out. Well, not clapping freaks me out. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean it's a fair point. Like, why I don't think these people are faking it. I don't care if they are. It's making me uncomfortable. I don't like it. <laughs> change makes me paranoid. No, no, it's not change. It's it's everyone else having to change to suit one person, is, as is, opposed to that one person having to just compl- like compl- suffer for the whole life. Well, they don't have to suffer. Don't turn up. It's pretty important, is it? Well, it's important to me to clap. Yeah. I, in, fact, a, in fact, I'm going to invite as many people as I can to my graduation when I graduate, and I'm going to fucking tell them, if you don't clap, you can fuck off. So aggressive for no reason. <laughs> um, is there a threshold for what you would do to accommodate someone? If it was, if there was two people there, and one of them didn't like it, then I wouldn't do it. But for the I think I think it's a democracy. This is a democratic. This is a mm. democratic place. I think the majority rules. If one person doesn't like it and fifty people do. Then unfortunately, that one person can just jam it. So that idea of minority groups getting special treatment—that you feel the same way about that? I think in the past you've sort of commented along those lines. Well, I don't think anybody should be getting special treatment for anything, mm. unless it's unless it's something. The only thing that I would say that they should is somebody that has a learning disorder. Mm. And they can't learn a certain way that other people can, and maybe they should be able to. Like, let's say somebody, if you read a book, and it just doesn't go in. Dyslexia. Well, that's not dyslexia. You can read and you can read perfectly fine and write perfectly fine, but it just it doesn't. You don't absorb the information. Okay. Some people learn by doing this, doing those acts, yep. as opposed to reading the acts. Yep. Or being told it. Sure. I think in that case, things should be able to be changed. But you should put all those people in one class. Kind of like a camp where they could concentrate more. A concentrate camp. Concentration camp. <laughs> You're a dickhead. <laughs> no, I mean, like, some people just learn differently. And it's. Definitely. It, and it's. There's three or four different ways of learning. And there's. You no, know, that's a really good example. I think in that case, because I, I'll be honest, reading a book for me, it goes in one and out the other. Whereas if somebody's telling it to me, I'll learn it. Okay, so when it's your problem, it's important. <laughs> no. Selfish again. No, because some people need to actually physically <laughs> no, no, do it. It was, it was a good example, but... But clapping's ridiculous. I mean, it, it's fucking ridiculous. And some and you know what? There'd be so many people that would just be taking the piss with this. They'd just be doing it for attention as well. I don't necessarily think that's true. Um, oh, I fucking guarantee you some people will. So, some, but again, for this to have become such a... Th- it's a real issue because... What you're describing for people learning differently, and like you're so close to getting it, is that people experience the world differently as well, right? Mm. So you've got what's considered like a neurotypical way of perceiving the world. Sound, sight, lights, whatever. And that's what majority of people experience. It's, it's shared. And everyone thinks of that as what you'd call normal. But then there's people who 
again, their, their senses, their way of interpreting the world, quite different from how, how that Well, maybe they should be at a different graduation ceremony. They should have one for them. But that's the whole idea. It's not segregating people. It's making a small change so it can be more inclusive, more people can enjoy the ceremony. But what if you're taking that enjoyment away from someone else, though? By not getting the applause? Yeah. Or, or changing yeah. the style of applause, I guess, is what it is. Yeah, but what if someone... That makes one... So you've got one... Does that really ruin your graduation, though? No, listen. Let's make this a fair argument. Right. You've got one person that doesn't like you clapping out yeah. of 250. Yeah. So everyone's got to change to clicking their fingers, waving around, whatever the fuck it is, right? Yeah, that's, that's the idea. But then you've also got one person that doesn't like any of those two options, but only wants clapping. <laughs> right? Yep. So Who wins? Exactly. So how how's that fair? Maybe we could just nod in approval. But see what I'm saying? You try and seek a compromise that is going to work for everybody. But what if? But what if that person? The only compromise is clapping is the only thing that works for me. Interesting. And this is what I'm saying. Everyone has to change to conform to one thing. But when yep. somebody turns around and goes, "Well, I'm finding it offensive," or "I'm finding it whatever the case," uh-huh. to change. Nobody gives a fuck about them because they're, all they're doing is saying, oh, well, you're just ignorant or or whatever the case, you just don't like change. Well, maybe they actually don't sure. fucking like it. Okay. But instead of operating in the theoretical, this, this scenario with the applause is actually a real thing. I'm not talking on the- theoretical. I'm saying that I reckon that it would be who, the case. Who's the person? I guarantee you there'd be like, someone. Doesn't I'll, like the alternative. Well, if there's applause. one person that does one thing, there's got to be another person that does well, the other. Well, generally what happens with sensory issues that you become overloaded. So loud noises become quickly overwhelming, even to the point of being perceived as painful is a common way of that um, happening. Um, It's kind of like people who are also like photosensitive, right? They can't watch something that has like bright flashing lights. It it, it it sort of triggers a physical, physiological effect. So it's, it's that type of, well, I'm not going to say disorder, but that's the effect that they, they experience. It's a disorder. (laughs) Um, no, I just I just thought it was interesting. Whether it spreads to UOW, I don't know. Hell, guess you won't be going to their graduation ceremony. I, I had a feeling you'd be triggered by people getting triggered, so I thought I'd bring it up. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> Hates everything about it. I do, it's not that I hate it. I just hate everyone else's fucking pussyfooting around it. This this might be going in a weird direction, but what about American shows that have British people, but then they subtitle the British people? Racist? I would say yes, I would, <laughs> but I'm not going to because of this reason. They subtitle their own people when you watch things like Swamp People or whatever. Ah, but sometimes they don't. That's the thing that's whack about America is there's so many different, um, what do you call it, accents. <laughs> so many different accents and they seem to get along fine, but you throw a Welsh person into the mix, they're fucked. Uh, it's really weird. I've been watching those, like the Gator Hunters yeah. and what have you. I mean, they're not even barely... They're probably not even speaking English, really, at that point. But they subtitle them. <clears throat> so, but, I mean... Okay, but is, is that an example of catering to the minority? Of the people that can't... If it's can't, an American show, then... do the Are the subtitles offensive? Well, I don't think they're offensive as such. I think that... I think that it just... There's two things. One, one <laughs> is they're, they're catering to the masses. I think most people would be able to understand them just fine. Well, secondly, I've forgotten my train of thought now. Two points. Yeah. Uh, we'll just chop the whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> what did I say? So that um, you you think 
It's They're catering a, to the masses. So it's serving enough people for it to be justified. Yeah. And secondly, it's an American show. If it was an English show and they did it, then that would probably be quite offensive. But, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, when they're showing shows in Australia and they're talking mm-hmm. in a hard-to-understand accent, yeah. I don't think it would be unreasonable to put subtitles on it. Mm. I mean, I think you even get it on some of these Highway Patrol. You get someone who's drunk out of their mind and you can hardly <laughs> understand them, so they put subtitles on there. Yeah, expert translator in. Um, what about someone who's on stage presenting to an audience? Did this happen to Ricky Gervais? I don't know. Oh, sorry. This is the only reason I'm asking. Uh, someone who's presenting a show, um, but they also have uh, a sign language interpreter signing next to them so that people with hearing impairment can enjoy the show as well. Is that okay? Because there might only be two two deaf people in the whole crowd and everyone's got to watch fucking fancy fingers over there doing their thing. I mean, there's other options, isn't there? Other options? Yeah. It was- it's a live show. Like Hearing aids. No, no, like someone could be stone cold deaf. I thought hearing aids work for deaf people regardless. You might be thinking of cochlear implant, which works for certain types no, of... No, no, people have hearing aids. Dude, there's people that just literally don't hear anything. Oh. So they learn sign language so they can communicate with the world. Yeah, right. Are they allowed to have someone on stage signing, even though there are only three of them in the crowd? Where did this happen? It, um, comedian Adam Hills, Australian bloke, is quite famous for it. He, he'll have his comedy show getting live hand signed for to include deaf people in the audience yeah right uh, so anyway I mean just have no chat Dave yeah I know I don't know just peering into your brain I think it would be better if those those people sat off to one side and then they had, they had the, so people weren't they distracted got a, they got a script why even bother going to the show? No, no, you, no. I mean, they still got the sign language. Dude, <laughs> oh, so but, put the sign out in front of them. But just out of the way, so it's not distracting everyone else. Because <laughs> I'm easily distracted. So if I was watching the show and it there was somebody true. there, I'd be like, "Fuck! I can't stop looking at that fucking person over there, fucking twiddling <laughs> their fingers and shit." <laughs> oh shit! I did see something else that was quite controversial. Maybe more in your lane. It's to do with motorcycle riding. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard the term dark siding before? No. Apparently, it's the practice of fitting a car tire. Yeah, I've seen that. To your motorbike. Yeah, I've seen someone do it. <laughs> you actually saw someone with the... I've seen it on Facebook. Right. Uh, it's not something I'd ever heard of before. I mean, they're cheaper than bike tires, so... Yeah, there's a couple of reasons why they reckon it's it's worth doing. Oh, it's not worth doing. I'm telling well, you that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why it's an interesting topic, because... These dudes apparently swear by it. Oh, yeah. The idea that you can have a cheaper, longer-lasting tire on your motorbike instead of having to more frequently change a more expensive, specialized motorcycle tire uh-huh. until they try and go around a corner. Yeah, I mean the whole thing's whack because car tires essentially square, where a motorbike tire is curved because mm-hmm. you turn by leaning over. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I don't know if I could say it's a growing thing, but it's popular enough that. It's become a sort of widely used term, and there's like most fringe groups. There's internet groups where they congregate and talk about the how awesome it is, why it's a good idea, how you go about doing it. So I, I watched a couple of clips where a, a guy with a bike channel on YouTube tried it out, like 
installed a car tire and gave it a go. And his comments were along the line that it was weird, but it worked. Like, I mean, of course it's going to work, but possible. your bike's not going to handle too well. Yeah. So it seems like a lot of people who really argue hard for it are people riding larger bikes. So you can get like higher weight rated tires and they're just doing like uh, cruising, like they're traveling across across vast distances. So, you know, they crack on the, on the, the highway. Tire. Yeah. So it's not like they're, you know, weekend warrior style. I think they rip, might run into a bit of trouble with, with defect notices and stuff as well though. Yeah, that's interesting. I don't know what the legality is in Australia. Pretty sure it wouldn't be legal. I mean, obviously a lot of this community's US based, so it won't. Oh, well, I mean, that, that explains a lot, doesn't it? Where you do have your freedoms <laughs> to, to do crazy shit if you want to. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'd, in a million years, it's not something I would have ever thought of trying or doing. But you, I mean, the other flip of the coin then, would it be best to get motorbike tires, put them on a car just so you get more grip? <laughs> what are you doing in that car, Dave? Well, Doing the ball of death or something. <laughs> that would be... That would be weird, wouldn't it? It might, they might, it might not. You know, sometimes when you're driving down the road and the camber of the road changes and it sort of tracks your car and it spears your car off into one direction. Dude, you'd, I wonder if you had motorbike, motorbike tires, it wouldn't do it as much. Nah, you'd be doing full drift everywhere, surely. I don't know, soft, really soft tires. It grip like yeah, we flog the they'd fuck out get, of the tires. Yeah, though. they'd get overloaded too quick. Like the weight difference uh, would be significant. Mm. Yeah, I I did see a funny clip where. A guy got all the, you know, the space-saving spare tires, the real skinny ones. Yeah. They put those on all four corners of a AMG Mercedes and took it on the track. I think it was like, it was like it was on ice. It was hilarious. You know, it bugs me when I see people just <laughs> driving around with their space savers on. Just like, mate, why aren't you driving straight to get your fucking tires fixed? What's wrong with you? Are you sure they're not, though? Some people you see the way they're driving, they're like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. It is what it is. <laughs> this, this, it's a good enough tire. It'll last me for another six months. Well, they're on the freeway doing 110. I've seen people doing like 100 k's an hour down the freeway on a space saver, and it's oh, got God. a sticker that says 60 k's yeah, an hour maximum like speed. stickers on it. <laughs> I, I once saw a car <laughs> going through the Eastern Distributor Tunnel with a, a rim with a tire completely shredded off. And they're just like, they weren't just driving down the road. They overtook me. <sighs> they were charging through. I see people with flat tires all the time. Everywhere. I'm just like, fuck them. Not my problem. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, yeah. What can you do? Like, what's the, what's the signal for flat tire, mate? The problem is, I tried to tell someone a few months back in Wollongong that mm-hmm. they were driving around without their headlights on. Yeah. So I've given them the old flash and the boop of the horn or whatever, like in the middle of the middle of town. They started getting all fucking fiery and shit. So I pulled up next to him and I've opened the window. What's your fucking problem? I'm just like, you know you're driving around with no headlights on. Oh, well, all right. Thanks. I'm just like, fuck you. I should have just said fuck you and just shut the window. That's the problem with the road rage, mate. People are too ready to get into it. You're just trying to help it out. I don't bother anymore. Fuck them. I think that's sadly that's probably the policy most people follow. I should just plow into them in my car and go. I didn't see them because they didn't have the fucking headlights on. Sue everybody. Sue the fuck out of them. That's why we got to get the uh, the dash cans, bro. I've got one. I just don't install it. Exactly. <laughs> it's kind of weird that it's not like a like just a built-in thing for cars, really. Don't know. Like when is it ever not going to be useful? 
Maybe if you're committing crimes. <laughs> you're going to rob a bank. <laughs> Turn up with your dash cam on. Whoops. <laughs> if you've got your, you your uh, balaclava on, they can't prove it's you. Uh, who, who knows? <laughs> get the uh, get the super lawyer on the job. Yep. What else is cracking, Dave? Not much, man. Started playing soccer this week. Well, started training for soccer this week. Uh, Feel like I've been dying the last three days. <laughs> Your legs don't work no more. Oh man! Like Friday and Friday and Thursday, the day, two days afterwards, oh, it's like trying to walk up the stairs and I'm getting the shakes. Well, it's fucking well, crazy. Welcome to middle age, my dude. I mean, it's middle age. It's just lack of use beforehand. That's a problem. Just, I like your optimism that it's going to get better. It will get better. Well, it's got to get better. Your muscles are going <laughs> to... It's got to get better. It's going to get better. It's not gonna, it can't be that worse. It's not going to take me... It'll take a couple of months. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk then. Well, you, you reckon <laughs> I'll be on Struggle Street the day after? I think that recovery time... For, for any sort of vigorous exercise definitely drops off with age oh I'm not saying it doesn't but I don't think I'll be in like oh yeah pure yeah yeah no, that's that's fair enough but it'll it'll plateau and it won't be in a, a good spot no. you'll, you'll be shocked that's alright I'll just I've got, I've got some radox <laughs> deep heat your whole body radox bath <laughs> there's always a way that's about all that's been happening with me mate yeah I've been I've been quiet this week I was just going to circle back onto a, a topic we covered previously, which was well, why does like a dinner buffet seem a bit gross, but a breakfast buffet is heaven? Well, because you wake up in the morning, you're starving. I don't know. I've, I've got some theories. I've been working on it. Yeah. Been hitting the books, not the books, but <laughs> <laughs> pondering. I think part of what happens is the breakfast buffet is very focused. There's like a limited range of options. Like, You've got your bacon, eggs, you've got your beans, whatever it is, your roasted tomatoes. Like, there's not too much there they can fuck up. You go to a buffet, and there's like 25 different dishes, and it's like, you know some of that shit's been sitting out there for hours. I don't think that's my reasoning, but whenever we've got a buffet breakfast, I like if I'm staying at a hotel, I always like to get up early and go down like mm. just as, just when breakfast starts. So you can sort of spend two hours there? No. <laughs> Why then? Well, because I want to get there when breakfast's fresh, just been cooked, just been put in there, ready to go. Don't have to fight. Because you, most people lay in, like have a lay in the hotel. They don't rush to get down there. So it's quiet. True, There's true. less people in there. Yeah. Less chance of people have been fingering the food. Yeah, but I think that all those factors, the breakfast buffet has the advantage because there's not as much stuff for people to f- screw around with. And the turnover, because there's so f- few things there to pick from, the turnover of the, the produce is high. Boom, yep. boom, boom. Well, so then Where if, the, if the, it's the, okay the, to do all that, then would it be okay to go to a buffet dinner like as soon as they open? Well, see, even then, they're not going to cook everything instantly at the same time, right? Like mm-hmm. there's a lead time on all those dishes. I think what I'm getting at is maybe you could improve a dinner buffet by only having a few different options. Yeah, but then there's no point having a buffet. You're taking away the point of. See, uh, the Pizza Hut, the Pizza Hut buffet lunch used to work all right, and that that would work on the principle. I think there was only ever like six or eight pizzas to choose from. They had that just, for dinner too. I remember. They just keep pumping them out because that was pretty good too. Well, it was good to the point where you'd go and see how much many slices of pizza you could eat 
before, oh, man. before you shit yourself. <laughs> we, we used to hit that up when we were at high school. Like whoever had their license, we'd cruise into Pizza Hut for lunch at high school. And like, it couldn't have been a good business model for those dudes because, you know, five teenage dudes packing in as much pizza as they can eat. Forget about it. I only went there once for dinner. Mm. So I'm still... Pretty pretty sure I had diarrhea the next day. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, has that ever happened from the breakfast buffet? Probably not. What, diarrhea? Like, it's not a... Oh, yeah, I've overeaten it. Well, potentially, but it's not that cliche... It's not a cliche joke. It's not a trope that people giggle about. They see a continental buffet breakfast, and you rub your hands together. Yeah. Beauty. I must admit, when we went to Perth, the first couple of days, it was like bacon, eggs, sausages. Going hardcore at it, yeah. And then after a couple of days, I'm just like, I'm you, fucking sick of this shit. So as, I'd have, as your I'd, arteries were hardening. I'd have like a poached egg on toast. Yeah. Bit of cereal. And maybe some baked beans or something. And then I'll have some all mm. bran. Yeah. And then by the end of it, it was just all bran. Yeah. So you just started eating like a normal human again. Yeah. <laughs> What's the novelty wore off? It wasn't just once the novelty wore off. I was just... My toilet habits were different because of what I was eating for breakfast, I'm pretty sure. Mm. You know what? That's probably another yeah. aspect of the buffet breakfast. Like most of the time, you're not getting up to cook breakfast, right? You get up and have... Bowl of cereal or some shit, right? Mm, that's good. Yeah, what's well, a cook breakfast? So having something. a cook breakfast provided for you—that's like a gold star as well. Yeah. Where buffet dinner, it's not as impressive because normally you're having a hot dinner. Who cares? Yeah, I don't know. I still, I was thinking about it, and Hadrian, my son, he loves to go to like all-you-can-eat buffet things. Yeah, because he's a teenage boy, and I don't mind going either. To be honest with you, he's got hollow legs. Yeah, well, like I said, I don't <laughs> mind going. I like I like being able to chuck in all sorts of weird shit on my plate and just so oh, yeah, I'm gonna have a roast dinner with chicken nuggets and chips. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, I've heard good things about the new buffet down at the Hellenic Club in Fig Tree. It's now Korean barbecue. Yeah, I haven't been. Apparently, that's good. I don't know if that's your kind of thing, but I'll give it a try when I'm off my diet, mm-hmm. and then I'll have to go back on my diet again. <laughs> See, that's the thing. Like, I think if you're getting charged like 40 bucks for a buffet dinner... Oh, is that how much it is? Well, whatever. Like, Fuck That's that. not unheard of. Like 30 or 40 bucks. Are you going to get your money's worth? Yeah, I'm not going to eat for three days before I go. <laughs> Just fast it up. Just go in there and fucking demolish the place. Mm. Where, you know, alternatively you could go to a nice restaurant, spend that kind of cash on, you know, an entree and a, a dinner and a main and freaking not have to... Run the gauntlet of the buffet. Yeah. I don't know. Fancy food's not really for me. I'm still seeking answers though, Dave. Oh, well. I, think, I think if we can unlock the mystery of the buffet, we could figure out how the universe works. Maybe we'll have to do a buffet. Like, we'll, we'll go somewhere for a buffet breakfast. We'll go somewhere for a buffet lunch. And we'll go somewhere for a buffet dinner, like, over a space of a three-week period. And then we'll just come back and go, which one was actually the best? But even that premise, I'm like, I'm not even that keen about trying the dinner. What else? It's like an instinctual thing to like yeah, avoid it. Fair enough. Interesting. So something to I was going back to the old coronavirus. Now that we're talking about Korean buffets. No, we were just. <laughs> I just remembered. Avoid when, the bat wings. I went up to Sydney <clears throat> on Monday. Yeah. With my uncle um, to Darling Harbour and and Circular Key just to wander around. My uncle was here from the UK. Oh, right. So, so doing the tourist thing. Yeah, and it was fucking dead. Like, there was mm-hmm. hardly anyone up there. We went to the wildlife park and it was absolutely 
Like, I've never seen it that quiet. Right. Cause it's and almost... I've, I've gone in weekdays before. Because, yeah, there's probably two factors that play there. One, people aren't flying in from China. Two, you might even have just people avoiding those type of crowded public spaces, right? Mm, it was fucking quiet as in Sydney, man. Interesting. It was just the old business people and that was about it. Because I... I don't know if I've spoken about it on the podcast before. I'm not a big fan of crowds. No, I, I hate crowds too. Like, you go to something like the aquarium and there's all these mouth breathers rubbing their greasy faces against the glass. No one else can see anything. Drives me up the wall. So this this could be the golden era, man. Go and do all this stuff. No crowds. It sounds like paradise. Yep. Interesting. Yeah, so if you want to get... Another, your... another tick for the coronavirus. If you want to... Helping you out at uni. <laughs> if you want to go and do some touristy shit in Sydney, now's the time, I reckon. Now's your chance. Because, mm. I mean, that that's interesting because... Because I went to an Australian wildlife park, so it's going to mm. be tourists. I mean, there was... The only you, two yeah. tourists that we kind of bumped into were Americans, and they were fucking idiots. <laughs> What were you chatting to the Americans? I wasn't about? talking to them. I, I, I would say bumped what, you into. Literally I mean, bumped into them. No, because they were morons. <laughs> I'll rephrase it. I heard them talking. Uh, okay. And the shit they were saying was just retarded. Is that a koala bear? No, there was a someone. One of the there was park <laughs> staff had a frog, yeah. a tree frog, and they were just carrying it from one place to another in a in a plastic container. Well, so people have a paddle or just... No, no, no. They were, mo- they were putting oh, it Oh, just transporting it to a new transporting enclosure. Transporting it to yeah, an yeah. enclosure. And this American's like fully having a meltdown. He's like, oh, don't touch it. It's poisonous. Oh, it's going to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just fucking... Well, surely he's taken the piss. No, he was just a moron. And then... Then we he's, got... he's, been, he's been primed. He's been hyped up on the idea that everything in Australia is going to kill you. Well, then we walked outside. It's just like a green tree frog. Yeah. Like the cutest little amphibian in the world. Yeah. Oh, what an idiot. Anyway, we go outside, you know, the little, I don't know if you've been there to the Australian Wildlife Park in Darling Harbour. Nah. It's actually pretty good. There's a little outside bit and there's some kangaroos and wallabies and a couple of emus. Yep. Anyway, this bloke's trying to take a picture of his emu and his emu's just like walked straight up to him and started like pecking at the phone. (laughs) The bloke didn't care. He and this Americans doesn't, doesn't like, like oh, the paparazzi. It's, it's gonna eat your phone. Ah, oh, get away from it. Ah, oh, they're dangerous. This American, I was like, oh fuck. I, I at this point, I wish it was a cassowary, and it just started taking a fucking just lacerating like his a, lower intestines. Raptor claw him to fucking death because <laughs> he was doing my fucking head in. Oh man, interesting. Yeah. So, could be that golden age, Dave. Well, get, get out there, but you're gonna have to hurry up before. The flight ban gets lifted. That's all I'm saying. You got, I reckon you got a week to two weeks left in it. I'm trying to think, it's not. It's not necessarily that I've avoided going to places. It's just that if you go somewhere and it's packed, it just shits me. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not going to guarantee it because on the weekend it's going to be busier anyway. But I'm saying, mm. yeah, weekdays a factor for sure. But it was yeah, very quiet. Well, that's it good. It was good. The train was quiet. The tram was. Oh, we went on the light rail and up George Street when for a quick. Yeah, go on that just to see what it's like and it was fucking there's no one on that it was pretty, well I'll say that one there was a few people on it but it's quiet it wasn't crowded went yeah. to the Q, uh, Queen Victoria building it was quiet it's good now's yeah, your chance yeah <laughs> good old coronavirus D- doing doing tourism wonders 
Oh, did I tell you the other thing that happened with some talking about coronavirus news? Let's let's just keep it on the coronavirus. I had some friends that went on a cruise um, with Royal Caribbean, mm. and they were supposed to go to like all the different island hopping in the South Pacific. And a few of the islands just were like, "Nah, we don't want you coming in here anymore." Oh, uh, okay, they don't want to take the chance. Yeah, so they they changed their um, itinerary from going to all these islands to like I think they went to like two islands in the South Pacific, and then they went to New Zealand instead. The islands with no self-respect. But they didn't tell anybody until they all got on board. So all these people have packed for... Uh, that would suck, wouldn't it? But anyway, on the way home, they've done like New Zealand come across, stopped at Eden on the south coast. Everyone was able to get off and just, you know, spend the day in Eden. Eat some cheese. Whatever they do in Eden. Eat cheese. That's it. Get back there's on a, the ship. There's a whale museum. Excellent. About whaling. Brilliant. Another sport that I... Don't Sport. Like. Well, I think people. <laughs> it was think a, it's... it was an industry, my man. Anyway, that's why the whales got in trouble. Back on the ship, mm. overnight cruise back to Sydney. Yep. Getting to port in Sydney, nobody's allowed off because they've got to do coronavirus checks. They've got to do coronavirus checks, but they let everybody off at Eden Fuck. without checking them, didn't they? Fuck Eden. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, they were stuck on board for hours. Fuck yeah. Eden. Well, as does, long as Sydney's all right. How does that even work? Do they just check out whoever's got symptoms i think they just do the thermometer to the forehead just check if you've got a temp yeah maybe but i just it baffles me they let everybody (laughs) everybody in eden no checks no shit given sounds about right and then sydney no 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 well can't let's can't let you can imagine if there was an outbreak in eden like you're not risking like versus the population i know but i mean it's a bit hypocritical Whatever the fucking word is, I, I agree, man. <laughs> if you if you're the people in Eden who'd like hosted all these cruise guests, you'd be like, what? <laughs> I mean, if you thought you had coronavirus and you just wanted to get home, you'd be better off just staying off the ship at Eden, wouldn't you, and get a, get a train home or something, get a bus. If you thought you had coronavirus, why would you get on a bus? I don't know. I mean, you know what That's some people as irresponsible you know what... as it gets. <laughs> yeah, I know. But you know what I'm saying? Like some people. They panic. Oh, dude. And they're just uh, like, I've got to get yeah. home. Got to get home. Let's just have this is how zombie outbreak start. Yeah, there's always one person who's like, oh, no, I'll be all right. They got, they've been bitten on the hand, but they'll cover it up and won't tell anybody. Yeah, exactly. It's just a little white. I'm sure nothing bad will happen. I mean, I've, I've, I've watched World War Z. If I got bitten on the hand, I'd chop my fucking arm off. There and then. Oh, man. We were, <laughs> we we're talking end of days at work. And I was just like, you know what? You guys can fantasize about how you're gonna prepare for it. I'm just gonna to top myself. Why even bother? No, I'm I'm prepared. I'm pre- I'm fully prepared for zombie. Like I've I've not got like a bunker or anything, but I'm mentally prepared. Like 99% of the world's gone feral zombies. What's the point? I mean, at the end of the day, the world's kind of getting there anyway already, isn't it? With all these people well, fucking clicking their fingers and waving their hands and won't even applaud. I mean, they're all zombies. They're zombies to the man. <sighs> That's why I'm prepared, because I'm like, fuck everybody. <laughs> well, I reckon that's why, like, there's a worldwide pattern of decreasing birth rate in most developed countries. And a lot of it, it's not just, you know, one of the big things is cost, blah, blah, blah. But there's a lot of people now saying, look, I don't want to have kids. I don't think it's environmentally responsible. Bringing extra people onto the planet. I, I agree with it. Hmm. That's it. It's just, I agree. <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked. Well, I've been saying it. For, what have I been saying about the population? Now this two, 
I just assumed you meant people from poor countries. Oh, anybody. <laughs> not, not. I mean, me. I hate queuing up. It does my head in. Not, not, <laughs> not me and my family. Just other people. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how most people think, right? No, I'm, I mean, pretty much everybody. <laughs> but I, I, I think it's an interesting ethical decision that you know people can make and go. That's it. I'm, I'm set now. No, no kids. Respect. I've got respect for that. I mean, there's other people who say I don't want kids because fucking hate kids. Respect. I've got respect for that too. Fair enough as well. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Can't can't hate on that. I mean, that was my theory. I, d- I didn't want kids. I... So what happened? Where did it go wrong? You kind of failed in that objective. I got raped. <laughs> got dark quick. <laughs> Damn. Sex crimes against me. No, I mean. Damn. I'm stupid. So, mistakes. Ah, well, no. I'm not going to say mistakes. I'm just going to say... Daddy's little mistakes. <laughs> I need to get this right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean... One, diff, one, diff. one, one was... Oh, look, what, you don't have to guess. No, no, I'm going to be specific. One, one was a mistake. Two was a mistake. <laughs> it was a mistake in the fact that we... Thought that couldn't get pregnant, right? So, but it so happened. A surprise. I mean, some people so would you, say surprise. So you, so, <laughs> so you can go mistake one, two surprise, and the third one was just like a compromise. Compromise. That's probably the worst one. Compromise, baby. That's so sad. Why is that sad? I, you know what? Because that's a human you're talking about, little little junior. You were a compromise. Your mother, At least- made, your mother made me. <laughs> she didn't make me do it. <laughs> you love that baby. What are you talking about? It's. It... I'm just telling it like it is. I'm just telling the truth. I'm not going to lie about it. They will know. I can't believe you're against the idea of me getting a vasectomy. Sounds like something you should consider. <laughs> I don't need a vasectomy. I don't need no vasectomy. Like I said, man. Leave my balls alone. Why is it always the man that's got to get the vasectomy? Because he's the one with the balls. Well, but the woman's got the other part, so why can't they have... What are you advocating for? I'm just saying, hysterectomies work just as well. Dude, you don't have to have a hysterectomy. That's radical surgery. Oh, whatever it is these days. I don't know what it is. Tubal ligation. Well, there you go. Get that then. Dude. Well, put a fucking thing in your arm. Thing in your arm. Uh, Implanon style Oh, sorry. I thought you were talking about a heroin habit. Oh, you can do that too. Just put it in your arm. Implanon, <laughs> not the Implanon styles work. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. But if you don't want kids no more, boom, yeah, boom. But, okay, so if if the person is around 40 years old, yep. right, they've only got probably four, maybe five years left of the fact that they're going to be producing baby making materials. Hang on, are you talking about a man or a woman? Woman. Okay. So, well, actually, it's. So it's less drastic for them to have to put an implant on in for a few years than it is for somebody to have to have complete life-changing surgery. Life-changing? Yeah, because effectively, that's something that's permanent. Yeah. So that's, you know. I don't know about life-changing. You're making it sound dramatic. Well, okay. You're having to have something done that is permanent, whereas in four or five years... You can skate wherever you want. No worries. 
Whatever. You, right. you sell it the way you want to sell it. I'm selling it the way I want to sell it. I'm saying to you that eventually a woman dries up like a dusty... Oh, oak. God. <laughs> no. I'm joking. That's a joke. Oh, we've reached a new low. Oh, it's a, that was a dirty joke. No. Dry it up. I no mean... longer of any use to society. No, I mean... A, a, a woman oh. goes through their changes. Oh. <laughs> Made you laugh, that's all it was intended to do. I'm dead. Why are you dead? I've died from laughter. <laughs> Alright, let me just say it the real way. A woman has their changes. Why do you why do you want working balls when you're eighty years old? <laughs> what are you gonna do? Well what difference does it make if they do? Is what I'm saying to you. Let things run their course the way they're supposed to. As nature intended. As God intended, according oh, to Fallot. Uh, yeah. Don't they say every sperm is sacred? Maybe. They'd be against the chop for sure. Anyway, it's just my opinion. I'm, I just don't want to have it done. So my opinion is, you know, wait it out. Wait it out and then when... Just wait it out. Play the waiting game. Exactly. There's There's been people who've had babies into their 50s and 60s. Oh, like, it's not common, but it happens. You might be waiting a long time. Yay for Down syndrome. Well, not necessarily. <laughs> That's usually what happens, isn't it? Oh, increased risk of, but it's not guaranteed. Jeez. Um, the thing that floats me out is when <laughs> you hear about women who've had, like, 10, 12 babies. There was a person on the internet I saw the other day that was whinging about her grocery bill, and she's got 16 kids. 16 kids! And no television, by the sounds of it. Yeah, that's someone who needs a hobby, right? Yeah. I remember when I went... Hang on, she actually had 16 kids? Yeah. Or no, it's not had... like a foster mum? No, she had 16 kids. Man, it's a... it sounds like a clown car. They just keep coming out. Well, I'm going to quote Borat here. She had a vagine like a wizard sleeve. <laughs> but when you think about it, you get to the point where you'd have kids old enough to look after the fresh kids. Yeah. Just think about the Centrelink money you got coming in too. It start looking after itself. Anyway. Man, I'm just saying, you think, imagine someone who's been able to produce 10 offspring. They're probably going to, they're probably the ones making babies till they're like. You're assuming, you're assuming that it's all from the same person. What do you mean? You're assuming that it's all the same dad? No, no, I'm talking about the, the woman's body. Oh, okay. I mean, I mean that's got to have had enough by ten, then, hasn't it? Ten babies. Imagine the state of it. No, well, that's that's what's remarkable is that you can have have the baby and you know, relatively quick time you're sort of back in business. I'm, I'm going to look at this person up. I want to see what she looks like. So the story was that they were whinging about the grocery bill. I can, I can imagine. How would you even get places? You'd have a minibus. Actually, even a minibus wouldn't be enough. You go sit seat eighteen people. That's out of control. Imagine if you went on a holiday somewhere. <laughs> you could have like book a quarter of the plane. It'd cost you a fortune, wouldn't it? It'd be wild. Like that's that's a good question actually. It's like what is what do they do for for an income to support that many people? Well that's what I'm saying. I reckon the doll would be propping that one up big time. Ah, uh, yeah, maybe. What's the point? What yeah. I don't know. I'll try not to be too judgmental about it, but Aussie super mum. I've got 16 kids 
and counting. Oh man, half of them are like grown up. That's actually kind of impressive in its own way. Yeah, I mean, I met someone when I was doing the NRA, and um, they said they had like eight or nine kids. Yeah. And my initial reaction straight away was like, haven't you got a television? That's the first thing I said. <laughs> Would you assume that most people cracking out that many kids, it's like a religious thing? I don't know. Like they just don't, they don't believe in using contraception? I mean, I mean, there's no need for it. That's all I'm going to say. Well, yeah, if we like circle back to what no, they're not started insects. this. They're not insects, are they? <laughs> Possums. You go back to the original, you know, the genesis of this conversation was the environmental impact of having children, right? They've, they've thrown that equation. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> As an, I'm just like, how do you even like feed those kids? <laughs> I mean, I'd throw them to the wolves. Maybe you just turn into like a reality show and like select the best kids to stay in the family. <laughs> Have a competition to see which are the best kids and keep them. The rest of them go to the orphanage. Yeah, I'll go- Dude, Channel 9. Call me up. This is going to be a hit. <laughs> Did you see that thing on um, the news? Uh, I don't know which which country Survivor it was, but there was a, some mm-hmm. Survivor and this um this woman that's on Survivor. She's an MMA fighter, right? Anyway, she lost this little competition thing in in on the Survivor Island. Yep. So she headbutted the bloke that she was competing against and broke his nose. Did she get the trophy then? Well. I think that would be fair enough. I think that, I think it'd be fair enough if she got booted out, really. See... Do you know what pisses me off about that? that? That's where that show's lame. If that was a proper island wreckage, she would be the chief. She'd be kicking everyone's ass. Okay. Now I'm going to say something very <laughs> controversial here. Are you going to try and one-up the dusty womb? No, no. <laughs> I didn't say dusty womb. You said womb. I never said womb. <sighs> I just said anyway. <laughs> now, the woman's head by the bloke. Mm-hmm. In equal rights and everything else, would it be fair game for the bloke to snot her back? He could try, but it sounds like she'd whoop his ass. Well, I mean, yeah, tribal council return headbutt, do it, and make for good television. That's probably all the network cares about. But you know what annoys me about that is I guarantee you, if that did happen, people would be going up in arms. Oh, you can't have a bloke hit a woman. But it was okay for her to fucking headbutt him. No, I'd say, I'd agree. Those people are hypocrites. Yep. And, you know, you probably have just as many people who say, you know, yeah, okay, equal rights. Boom, boom. You headbutt someone, you can expect to get headbutted I, back. I think that if you put a vote out there and said that if a woman hits a bloke, is it okay for a bloke to hit that woman back? Right. Most people would say no. Well, it's always going to depend on the circumstance, I guess. But what you've described, where it was like fairly much, like pretty much an unprovoked attack by a trained fighter, like yeah, you probably. All could. right, let's 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 switch it a little bit. Mm-hmm. You get slapped by a woman in the street. Is it okay to slap them back? Like, in if it, but if it was a bloke, let's all right. If it was slap, a bloke, slap why though? No, if it's a bloke and he slapped you and you you and you'd slap him back, right? But if it's a woman. Is it okay to do the same thing? Yeah, well, I mean, in the eyes of the law, both are an example of assault or battery or whatever it is. Mm. But in the court of public opinion. In the court of public opinion, it would probably not be okay, which annoys me. 
it annoys me a little bit because I it's, think it's okay to have equal rights for women and feminists, but well, before, they, before there's always you, hypocrisy in it. Before you get too worked up about it, always. I think most people who consider themselves of the, the wokeness would say it's not right to hit anybody in the first place. No. So they'd say, you're all, you're all dickheads. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not disagreeing so that's with prob- that. So that's probably where it, how it washes up. Not you get to go tit for tat wailing each other. <laughs> <laughs> On Survivor though, I reckon that's pretty cool. Like, if it was like real deal wreckage, like re- washed up on a sh- on an island, what do you think would happen? You have a tribal council? Give me a break. You'd just be reverting to caveman shit so quick your head would spin. There's another reason why I'd be checking out the apocalypse. It's like, it'd get Mad Max so quick. Yeah. See, I'd, like, I'd, it would I'd, be rough. I reckon I'd be the first person to revert to Mad Maxism. So exactly. I'd be, I'd be king of the jungle. <laughs> Until a bigger, badder hombre... Fucks your shit up and takes over, and that's just all of a sudden that's the way the world works again. Yeah, well, at least I'd die on top. And, and notice I say again, because that's how shit used to run, right? Yeah. It's taken us thousands of years to get to what we consider civilized society now. That shit washes away so quick. Like, it doesn't take much, man. Yeah, anyway. So just I, revert I, to savagery. I'm, I, not, I, I'm, I not cu- just... I'm not cut out for savagery, Dave. I, I get upset when the internet goes out. <laughs> It's, you know, it's bad times. So do I, but I'll go savage on it. That's the problem. <laughs> Kick the shit out of the head, but the modem. <laughs> Start throwing shit across the house. Fuck. <sighs> I was in the middle of my porn. <laughs> oh, mid-jack. No. <laughs> Devastating. That's right. That's, that's switched straight to 4G. What are you going to say? You have to use, use your imagination like some sort of primitive caveman. Like a 13-year-old boy. Kmart catalogue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> looking at the undie section. No, no, I was looking at camping goods. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ooh, great outdoors. Gross. <laughs> oh, man, it's been a loose one. <laughs> That's what he said. How many kids? <laughs> No, that's that's a that's a that's myth busted, man. So actually, it brings me to it. I just thought of something. You just brought up the whole how many mm. kids did she have, and I said wizard sleeve. Yeah, okay. A, a, a term that we used to use when I was a mechanic back in England, when things were really loose, it was like it's like a dog's dick in a bucket. <laughs> right. Why a bucket? Because the dog's dick would just wouldn't even touch the sides, would it? <laughs> anyway. That- I think that's been thoroughly debunked, what? myth busted. What's that? The do- a dog's dick in a bucket? No, no. The idea that um, v- vaginas get like worn out. I don't know. Of course they don't. I've seen some busted vaginas. <laughs> well, they're probably they're probably they're probably like that from day one. Yeah. Unfortunately, you should go down to um, down to the um, modern art museum, whatever it is in Tasmania. MoMA. Yeah. Oh, mate. There's a wall there, and it's just plaster casts of vaginas. Across oh, okay. the wall, and it's called, um, what's it called? It's called cunts and something or other. Yep. Anyway, there wasn't a good one, look, good looking one on there. It's like he's just gone looking for the. Well, I suspect that might be the the idea. You reckon? Well, I there, mean, there was some giant flanges going on there. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, that's. Now I want to remember what it's called. It's annoyed me. 
Well, that that's like a whole whole other topic. I don't know if we dig into it today. I might put it on the list for next time. But that idea of what what uh, you know a woman's constant conversations is what it's called. There you go. But um, the idea of what you know females' genitals should look like has been widely widely distorted. Oh, look, I don't by things like you know mainstream pornography, blah blah blah. Like presents a very specific style, which doesn't necessarily reflect the broader population, right? But that's same, like, same I was going to say, that, everyone's different. I mean, what I didn't like, somebody else probably did. That, yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, an art installation like that is probably one of the core themes is, you know, it's almost like, you know, normalizing or, you know, just, just demonstrating what real life actually looks like, right? Yeah. Not not some tarted up video production. That's right. But one thing that I wanted to mention was it was really funny that when you look at the Google reviews for MoMA, mm-hmm. there's like a few people in there that are like, oh, it's an outrage. You're offended. Yeah. Like, where do you think you came from, dude? Like, that's how you came into I this. I took my kids to this thing and then had to miss half the thing. And I was like, you're, you're an idiot. That's half the problem, man. Like, as soon as you start repressing or, you know, trying to hide what human sexuality is about from from kids like they're the ones that are gonna get pregnant teenagers right you know what i mean oh, i don't know like i the ig- don't necessarily ig- know about that but well the ignorance isn't a good option right like the more informed and more educated you are i mean if you'd worried about it why like it's an art place a, a like, modern art and wouldn't you think but it's not it's not intended. you'd look at the reviews before you take your child to somewhere like that well maybe but at the same time it's it's not set up to be um yeah, erotic or anything like that. It's not to titillate, and it's like real human bodies. Like, why, why, why would that ever be offensive? Is the question I'd ask those people. Well, I mean, if you don't like vaginas, it could be offensive. If you don't like clapping. <laughs> don't, don't partake. I, I oh, don't well, well, that's a very good argument about the clapping. If you want to bring that up, hmm. so should they change that wall to dicks then, just for homosexuals? Mate, I reckon that'd be legit. A lot of art derives so, from other art. vaginas are uh, controversial. Oh, I think as many people would probably... The same people got upset about the vaginas would be upset about the cocks. Like, <laughs> that's a guarantee. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't get, give a shit, to be honest with you, but either way. Yeah. So you're... I'm you're, sure someone would snap the cocks off, though, like, just snap one off. Like, and I don't mean a poo, I mean... Isn't that what happens to like all the old school statues? All the dicks snap off? Yeah, it's funny that, isn't it? <laughs> Collectors. Somebody just got too... Um, too f- masturbated it too furiously. to oh. snapped off. Just fragile, I guess. That's right, women. Dicks are fragile. <laughs> <laughs> is, that, is that your closing argument? That's just another reason why not to, not to get a vasectomy because dicks are fragile. It's got nothing to do with your dick. Everything to do with your dick. Oh God! You, you, you thought you thought a valid contraceptive choice for a woman was a hysterectomy. <laughs> I didn't know what it was called. Oh man! Well, it's always good to know that you're talking from an informed position. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, it's not something I've had a discussion with my well, wife. It's, well, it's not like they can give you the scalpel either, so it's fine. I think. Yeah, I don't. Need to, I don't need to know what they do. I don't need to know what they do. Number one. Number two. It's not a discussion I've had because I don't care. I'm not. I'm not getting a vasectomy done, and it's always been. It's always 
like early on in my relationship with my wife, I always said to him, it's not happening. Don't even bother bringing that. Yeah, fair enough. Everyone's got their deal breakers. Yours is testicular surgery. Yeah. Put that on the, but, uh, uh, I mean, that the, on the episode title. I mean, at the end of the day, when the zombie apocalypse does happen though, Alan, you're, you're going to top yourself, right? Now listen. And you want to repopulate the I'll world. I'll repopulate the world because I'm still f- fertile. What? Or whatever the word is. for. We've got people right now who think bringing people children into the world is unethical bringing a child into the no no the I'm not ruins bring, of society I'm not is bringing, even worse I'm not bringing children in I'm bringing an army in <laughs> the war boys <laughs> <laughs> yeah man it's just like one of those to me it just seems like such a I mean you've seen fantasy. my you've seen my human giant that I've that I that came from my balls yeah if you got a few dozen of those you'd be I mean my 13 year old son's 6 foot and he's got a size 11 shoe be a, a powerful warlord but my point is like he, he's grown up on Nutrigrain whereas in the apocalypse it's going to be like eating grubs and tin beans you know what I mean it's going to be a hard life for everyone doesn't matter my, my kids are huge I mean my my daughter's massive as well <laughs> it's true <laughs> he might be onto something I'm telling you mate <laughs> the the other people might come to try and take dethrone me in a jungle yeah but I've already started populating my army to defend the, me got the young uns <laughs> I like it Dave it's a good strategy mate maybe I should go back to the books work work on my you work can, on my you, it's alright you can come work, work with me you can come work for me while I'm the zombie warlord I'll be your underling <laughs> you, can, you can be one of my captains uh, I like it or generals or something. The taste of authority. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> we shall rule the wasteland together. <laughs> oh my God. All right, my man. I, th- I think that's probably that's probably it. I've offended probably enough people this week. <laughs> uh, like, man. Dusty old women. <laughs> Dude. If, yeah. I mean, I think you've got it. I think you've got, you've got to call this episode... The dusty old wasteland vaginas. <laughs> Alright, we'll work on it. We'll work on it. I think that's got to get deleted out too, probably. I think uh, the, the cryptic title is always good, where it's not immediately obvious where it's going. Leave it as a surprise. Dusty Wastelands. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh... Anyway, I think I could just finish with you I, cackling like a maniac. <laughs> I think at this point I probably should apologise for anybody that I may have offended on this episode. <laughs>